0: Uh, click on the chat room links come on in make friends get acquainted solve some issues save the planet or at the least try to save each other might be a good thing you never know <laughs> especially in these times always remember let's keep a remnant alive and going um, I um, geez there's been so much, I like I said, I get sort of inundated with so much data. Uh, I was trying to put some data into the chat room for some reason. She's not um, taking it. Maybe I'm putting too much in. She tried this. Anyway, I'm always dealing with the technology, and I'm always dealing with the, um, the different facts and different things that we may be getting hit with. It's not registering. Okay, I can't put the, for some reason, I can't. Um, the links into the chat room, I don't know why. Um, let me try something here. Um, uh, oh, yeah, five. Give me one second here. I'm gonna see if I can do a reboot. Maybe, huh? There we go. Alrighty, let's see now. This works. Okay, I'm going to try to put some links in the chat room. For some reason, I wasn't able to put the links in. I don't know why. Uh, let's see here. Let's see if this works. No, that ain't working either. So, okay, I'm not sure why it's not working. Maybe it's from my end, more than likely. But anyway, uh, I'm always doing research on the technology and the nano and the you know, all the different things that we're dealing with today. <coughs> and I'm always trying to come up with better ways to offer solutions and give you ideas and how to fight now, I'm always talking about that the core of everything is your DNA your genetic code <clears throat> your ATP production and mitochondrial production enzyme production and these are big 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 factors you have to contend with in today's times and because we're being so overly exposed with so many different environmental assaults from, out, from without and from within, that it becomes a full-time search to, again, find the best solutions. The environmental exposures from the outside, once you understand the nature of the exposure that you're being dealt with and being hit with, then you can see the, um, see the effect, see the results of what you got to do, I mean, if I can, if I can see an exhaust, if I can see a smoke, if I can see a chemical, if I can smell a chemical, I can, at this stage, do things that are going to, um, you know, I can stop, I can alter, I can take sulfur to remove different toxins in my, my lungs, I can take sulfur to remove different toxins in my, um, in my uh, respiratory, in my liver, in my, in my cells. I mean, I can do a lot of things in that regard as far as taking care of removing the things that I may be getting exposed to. Uh, if I see, for instance, if I'm taking a poison inside, I can take things like pectin and charcoal and sodium thiosulfate and sodium EDTA to remove some of the things that are going on. yeah. So, when we're looking at things that we have to deal with, <coughs> the onus is going to be on you based on where you live, how you live, um, what your lifestyle is, what you're exposed to on your job, whether it be LEDs, whether it be 5G, whether it be frequencies from your Wi-Fi, whether it be frequencies from your... Um, Radio frequencies, so let's say you're in a warehouse and you're using RF frequencies to communicate with your, with your uh, lead hand or whatever. Whether you're using a portable phone. These are environmental exposures on frequencies alone which can have DNA altering effects on your genetic code. DNA effects on your immune system response mechanisms. It can have, a, it can have an effect on uh, all ki- mental brain issues, from fog, memory, focus, um, emotional issues as a result of altering the brain chemistry in the brain, uh, endocrine issues because of the way they can affect the endocrine system, the, the receptors, the estrogen and testosterone receptors for both men and women, the uh, even the capacity to coordinate your body since it can impede the signaling pathways from your brain to the rest of your body. There are so many things that these frequencies can alter and affect. Uh, then there's the, a- the aspect of what you're doing in your job. Are you working with chemicals? Are you working with materials? Are you working with uh, dyes and inks? Are you d- dealing in an area where there's a lot of chemical smell or release of exhaust? These are also things that can be of an impact and effect and can complicate or compound the effect of what you're, what's going on in your health. Let's say you're a truck driver. Okay, I used to be an ex-truck driver from way back when. You know, and you're driving down the road and you know, and you're sleeping in your bunk and while you're sleeping in your berth, you've got the exhaust coming up from your berth. And say it's a cold day, the, the exhaust is not streaming behind you, but basically going up and clouding over your bunk. Now you're breathing in the, the diesel fumes, which can cause black, black lung, just like coal. So you got a lot of things that you could be exposed to, depending on just the environmental aspects of what you're doing. And then you got, then you have rain. <laughs> you have the rain. And the rain isn't rain anymore. Rain is a chemical cocktail coming down from the sky, coating the planet. What goes up must come down. And if the skies are being chemtrailed with heavy amounts of chemtrailing and they're geoengineering the weather, how many of you today living in North America, and, and uh, especially in Ontario where I live? Yesterday we had 75 degree weather. Nice sunny weather, sunny skies. They started chemtrailing late at night. Heard the high pitched frequencies about two o'clock this morning. I knew the weather was gonna change. Today I got up, walked outside, I could see my breath. It was so cold. Down around freezing. You know. When we start looking at that's an environmental exposure. When we got those chemtrails you've seen going above you, those lines in the sky, uh, yeah, we're looking at a high chemical release from those airplanes. And that's not exhaust because the airplanes today do not burn the fuel they used to burn years ago. They're basically just compressing air. Once they get them up in the atmosphere, they can now compress air to propel the jet engine. So what's coming out is not a lot of exhaust. In fact, they use far less fuel than they ever have. So what we're seeing is a chemical compositions of different types of chemicals being released in the atmosphere, which is coating the sky, which has an operating system in the particulates, which allows them to be able to be programmed in expanding or changing the shape or sustaining their uh, targeted area. And that eventually comes down and you're breathing that in. You can see it by the trees. You can see it on the leaves of the trees. You can see it on some of the crop. You can see it in your garden. You can see it everywhere. And it's not what you see that is the problem. That is a problem. It's what you don't see that's the bigger problem. Because a lot of that material has stealth technology, shielding technology. So, when the light hits it a certain way, you cannot see it. It appears to be invisible. If you were to take and leave a glass or jar or container of, and let, the, let yourself collect the rainwater, and you looked at that, you wouldn't see hardly anything in the water. You may see some debris, or some, uh, some of the nano floating. But when you take and put that under a scope, you would see the full extent of the volume of nanomaterial in the rainwater which you cannot see with the naked eye. So these are other environmental exposures that you're being exposed to. Then you have your food supply. Now, you know, for those who people believe in that whole vegan insanity, you know, the dumb ones on two feet that don't know they're up from down, right from left, you fit into this bizarro planet, I got to tell you the vegans who think they're doing a service by not killing a cow destroys the planet but they can go look at their vegetation and if they don't know what they're looking for they're eating all this toxic waste coming from the sky and thinking that it's orgasmically organic Ooh, it's orgasmically organic it's safe oh yeah and then the animals feed on this, just so I don't leave the meat eaters out. This way, the vegans won't feel like I'm just picking on them, you know. Then the meat eaters, whoever they may be, and I'm one of them, you know. I like, I like eating. I, am a vegetarian by eating a cow, and people are, or I'm a vegan by eating a cow. If people ask me, how are you a vegan if you're eating a cow? Well, I look at it this way. So I was told by some people in this, in this, some of these movements that. You know, uh, eating grasses and vegetation can elevate one's frequency. And this is what I was told. Now, mind you, I don't believe this horse hockey, but this is what I was told. So, if eating grasses can elevate one's frequency to a higher realm, then eating a cow must send my, my frequency out to the outer limits of the universe because cows eat tons of grass. So, if I'm eating a cow, I'm eating grasses indirectly. Therefore, the cow's frequency is high, high, at a higher rate, so then mine should be right off the chart. <laughs> now, that's how I see it. But anyhow, could be wrong. <laughs> Since I don't believe in that nonsense anyway. Point is, animals are, animals are eating this stuff too. Animals are eating these things too. And as a result, day two will have the contamination. So, when we're looking at the things that are going on today, these are all environmental toxins. And then, we're not even just talking just the nano from the sky and the nano, the spring in the field. We're also talking about the genetics. And we're also now talking, there you go. <laughs> we're also talking now CRISPR, which is a form of gene editing. Gene editing means they can create whatever anomaly they want into the genetic code. As a result of this altering, you can create whatever anomaly you want inside of a person's body without them being aware that they're eating something that had been gene-edited. This, too, is an environmental exposure, internal and external, because when you gene-edit a crop, this will transfer that gene to other crops, causing a cascading effect on the environment the birds eat it the, the bugs eat the plants the birds eat the bugs predators eat the birds so forth and so on winds up in the water table winds up in the water system and it continues to carry on spreading the edited gene throughout the the environment and this is the things that you have to look at from all different angles when we're talking nano, and I get this all the time, so I want to clarify this too. Hopefully that people are listening to the show will get what I'm talking about. When we're talking about nanobiology, nanotechnology, nanobiotech, synthetic biology, we are talking about a program operating system that's incorporated to some kind of genetic or DNA, altering the life force or life form that it's been in- integrated to, creating a new life form or a synthetic life. Something that can have the response of life, something that acts lifelike, but really isn't necessarily alive in the same sense that we know about, that we consider. So as a result, we are dealing with something completely, completely uh, in in an anomaly form that we've never dealt with before, which can now as well create a problem for people who are consuming these things. Let me see if I can find this thing here. Aha. Let me read. As soon as it comes up. Um, let me read some of the science today. I wanted to get this across with the nano. Because everyone thinks, well, you've got to use an electron microscope and all this stuff. And again, nothing is further from the truth regarding the C-Nano. Just go online any site you want to pick and type in. Uh, Purchasing nanoparticles. And you'll be able to see the particles. Without an electron microscope. So this is a lot of baloney here too. And again we're talking in regards to. um, uh, (laughs) In regards to. um, um, What nano really is. And what it can be done. Um, So. I'm going to read this to you. Um, Jeez hold on. Give me a second. Got somebody to just tune in. Give them a place to go come listen to. The um, the let me read this. This is an interesting read. This will give you an idea how they can simulate life with this technology sculpting super fast light pulses imagine being being able to shape a pulse of light in any conceivable manner compressing it stretching it splitting in two and changing its intensity or altering the direction of its electric field controlling the properties of ultra maybe i hopefully i got the right one here let me check this out real fast i thought this was it Um, now this is something hold on a second I'll have to check during the break to see which one I wanted to read. Um, but the point is, um, okay, this, this article is about actually how you can encode information through light. I was going to get to this as well, too. But I, and they go hand in hand. When you're talking about nanobiology or synthetic biology, you're talking about something that can be programmed to function any way you wish to function. Anything from carrying out a biological agent into a person's body through vaccinations by uh, using things uh, like medications, again, to pinpoint an area where you might want to deliver it to, whereby it gets embedded into the genetic code. Or you may even be uh, looking at it at creating whatever you want to create, whether you want to create a, an infectious disease, a virus, a fungus, a brand new parasite so forth and so on. You can it's a weaponized way of assaulting a people without them being aware of it. And when we're talking about this type of technology, this is a program operating system. It has the capacity to be very adaptable. Attack it directly and it will adapt. You cannot kill what isn't really alive. Unless you understand the nature of what is the source of its power and its life you will never, ever come up with a solution, as far as a vaccine is concerned, to shut it down. It has to have an anti-program or a program shutting down mechanism to shut down the program in order to turn it off. Once it's turned off, then the immune system, with help from whatever you're doing, can help expel it out of the body. You cannot kill what isn't really alive. You can shut down a program, you can shut down a DNA sequence, you can edit a DNA sequence, but you cannot kill what isn't really alive. So if you're going to shut it down, you have to be able to either put it to sleep, wipe out its programming, trying to match a frequency with something that can modulate over 100,000 modulations is going to be virtually impossible with the current technology that's out there right now with the alternative health industry. In other words, there's nothing in the alternative health industry that will even be remotely begin to touch this tech. Anybody that's going to sell you on an idea that you're going to be able to use something in this field in the alternative health industry that's going to be able to touch this type of uh, nanotechnology, nanobiotech, or synthetic biology, however you want to put it, are, are FOS. Capital FOS. They do not have a clue to what they are talking about. Anybody still thinking that this is just a simple, complex, or mutated biological agent? In some respects, they are correct by calling it a mutation. It's how it's mutated and what it's mutated with is the defining perspective that they are not dealing with. So when you watch a lot of these programs on the whole Gallons thing... They have a lot, 95% of them have got it completely wrong. Completely wrong. And this, again, like I always make comment, was initiated by Gwen Scott when she called it a pseudo-life form. She was correct in her assessment of what it was. She also called it a synthetic life form. She was also correct in what she said it was. Brian 396, again, made the connection with the nanotechnology, nanobiology, Uh, Backing up the synthetic biological entitlement that Gwen Scott made. Again, that is correct. When we're looking at the morphologies and how this thing can change, again, it was Brian396 that discovered the morphological factors of this nanobiotech. Okay, I came along and came up with some solutions to neutralize this morphology and, and be able to pull it out. And I also made the connection with the bio, biological aspect of it. With the when they were talking about Agrobacterium, the Agrobacterium and the Nano were one and the same. And so we've been working at this in conjunction with each other, each contributing what we could to make this clear and as clear as possible. When you watch some of these other programs that are being depicted out there, they are out to lunch. The mo- a majority of them. We are dealing with things today that have, are uh, anomalous at best. They're not meant to be here with us. They're not meant to even be on the same plane of existence that we're in. Yet, here they are. Um, here they are. Um, so, when we're looking at these things going on today, eventually the whole food supply is going to be completely inundated with this synthetic biology. They are selling synthetic biological agents right now in the health food industry like carbon C60 and some of these hydrogen things, and now you're seeing more and more, they're doing studies where incorporating more nano silver, nano gold with herbal remedies, and eventually, even in the health food industry, which is a big mockery today of what health really is, we'll be selling products today or in the future, if they haven't already, where well, they're already selling nano silver in the industry, which is not a healthy product at all, should have been yanked from the shelf. The FDA should have pulled that sh- crap off, which they didn't. They're slacking on their job. They uh, again, the FDA will not pull off something off of a shelf that's going to hurt you. Some things they can't pull off the shelf, like ascorbic acid and B vitamins, because they know they will have a fight on their hands. But what they've done with a lot of the supplementations, they've added additives to them or um, excipients to them which neutralize the impact of these vitamins. So this is why I always encourage everybody to buy things in bulk and put it together yourself. It's important that you understand that this is the route you have to take for now and eventually that may change. And eventually you may all have to become chemists to learn how to do your own extractions and extract these things yourself to make your own powders. It may come to that. See, this is called evolution. They cause a problem. We come up with a solution. As a result of coming up with the solutions, we evolve. As we evolve, we become more intelligent, more aware, more productive in the sense that we know how not to protect ourselves. We become that much more efficient in in coming up with better ways to be to sustain what we have and as long as there's this antagonism goes on all it can do for us is make us stronger make us wiser make us better okay that's how you have to look at this whole scenario okay if you're looking at it from a perspective of fear and what you know and oh you know We can't win and blah 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 and then in my humblest estimation you are already dead you just haven't fallen down yet and The rest of us will evolve the rest of us are going to grow The rest of us are going to change the rest of us are going to get smarter. We're going to get wiser We're going to get more experienced, more effective more efficient. We're going to start thinking in terms of outside the normal realm. As long as you keep thinking in the terms of the matrix, you will never, ever win. Ever. When you start thinking outside of the matrix conventions, then you can start to stand, walk, run, and, fl- and fly. As long as you are stuck in the parameter of the, the conventional matrix thinking you are whooped. If you're still thinking in terms of old ways of defending yourself, you're more than whooped. They are so far advanced compared to what we think we have to protect ourselves. And this is another point I'm trying to make. When I talk about artificial intelligence and when I talk about these um, mechanized uh, humanoids that they're creating, you have to start thinking in their current here and now. Not yesteryear. A 50 caliber bullet might have taken out a, a, um, a terrorist from two miles away. Provided you had a Canadian shooting it. <laughs> if you had an American shooting it, it would only be about a mile and a half. But anyway. <laughs> that's the difference. <laughs> but either way, you get the point. Either way, you get the point. You know, at back at that time that was effective to treat a problem today with the current trends uh, what they're going into uh, you know they're talking about making a new type of gun uh uh, electromagnetic launcher uh by 2030 which will be able to hit targets from hundreds and thousands of miles away the police i think will be carrying this as, as the normal issue because the problems and the crimes of the future will be done by robots or by mechan- some kind of mechanization that might be out at the time. And that'll be about the only thing that'll be able to stop it. Is something with that kind of high velocity that can carry an EMP charge with it. That's where we're heading to. This is not science fiction anymore. You can look this up yourself. Okay, Go look out electromagnetic launcher. And you'll see what I'm talking about. By 2030, they're going to have this in the military. It'll be in the police force as well. So we are, and I mean, they're already using uh, laser beams and light frequencies and photonic energy as a means of taking out drones, as a means of, again, crowd control. We're no longer in that realm of, oh, well, I got a gun. Yeah, you have a gun. They got a light. They can hit you from a mile away. You wouldn't know you were dead. So, again, these are all the things that I'm talking about in regarding to what we need to understand to be able to evolve, grow, and become wiser in the way we not only conduct ourselves, but how we can protect ourselves. We can no longer just, again, assume anything in regard to what we had or what used to be. What we had and what used to be 20, 30 years ago, we had real vitamins that had real effect on our health. And had the ability to help us uh, keep on going and keep us strong. Today, those vitamins are now co- are either counterfeit uh, or um, or sabotaged in some form or another, which doesn't work like it used to. Isn't fixing things like it used to, and it sometimes they don't even work at all like they used to. Um, Okay, Tony. Henry Ford had it right, Tony. Whether you think we haven't got a snowball's chance in hell, or that you're more than a conqueror, you're right. Yeah. I mean, you gotta have that attitude. That's a perfect. That's a perfect um, statement. Either you submit to the matrix and accept that it's the all-powerful and all whatever. It's all all BS, is what it is. It's nothing but a pile of rubbish. Or you can be better than this matrix and you're smarter than this matrix. you just got to apply that brain because they've turned you down. They dialed down dialed down the knob and turned your brain into, you know, put you in a sleep state. Wake up that brain and start applying it. You might be surprised what you can accomplish. And you might be surprised how you may be able to come up with answers to circumvent what's coming down the pipe. You have to start to think. And in that note, come on back. We're coming to a break. See you after the break. Everybody, we are back, back on the Micro Effect Broadcasting Network. I'm your host Tony Pantelresco, and this show is the Remedy. Interesting name, eh? The Remedy. <laughs> we are offering the Remedy. Uh, hold on. Give me one second. Okay. Um. Yeah, we're talking about frequencies, we're talking about weaponry, we're talking about different things that are happening today that we are really not attenuated to co- correctly. So we need to, like I said, start tuning in to what is really happening. Uh, hi Tony, would there be any problem mixing boron, selenium, magnesium, turmeric, and ascorbic acid in, in a plain full of fat yogurt? Uh, do any of these ingredients clash shouldn't um it looks like it'd be okay um i don't see a problem in any of it the yeah i mean make sure it's a full fat yogurt uh if you leave it sit out overnight there should be enough sugar in the yogurt to be to activate and should help break down some of the minerals uh it should help it should form a um should form a chelating bond you're also you're gonna have lactic acid in there you're gonna have propionic acid in there which should help again uh, break down the magnesium selenium and the boron so yeah it should be okay it looks like plus you got the ascorbic acid in there as well and milk does have ascorbic acid in it so I don't see an issue it should be very beneficial just let us sit out overnight on the counter um, allow the uh, the bacteria to get active if you want to speed the activity up, um, uh, if, if, you want it, if you want to um, speed it up, just add a little sugar of some kind, honey, maple syrup, even white sugar, just a little bit, maybe a pinch between the fingers, mix it up really well, and that sugar will f- further ha- uh, activate the, um, the bacterial culture to become to ferment more. So again, producing more acid, which again would help again chelate that better. Um, yep. Tony Christopher Fenton Fenton Fentonanti will speak with Elena in Olympia. He believes trees are acting as antennas and are dying off. Yep, they're dying off not because they're antenna. They are antenna anyway. Uh, But it's because the heavy saturation of the aluminum and the titanium and the barium and the nano silver and all the other metals are coating the trees, creating a um, a conduit for the frequencies to to go across. You have to understand, these these towers are not shooting the frequency in the air, they're shooting them down on the ground. And as they're shooting them down, the trees can then act as a conduit to to propagate these frequencies and they too have water inside the tree once the hydrogen molecules are released from the moisture in the tree it acts as an amplification to those frequencies just like with us they're being microwaved you know with different uh, different frequency ranges of microwave radiation so what winds up happening is the water water in the trees also again dry out die burn out whatever And the increase of the hydrogen that's being released acts as a stronger conduit for these frequencies to penetrate and transmit. So this is what they're doing to us. This is why when you wake up in the morning, a lot of you can barely move. You're having a hard time moving. You're having a hard time uh, flexing. Every time you turn around, it's snap, crackle, and pop. That's because while you were sleeping, they were hitting you with these frequencies. Unless you're wearing some kind of shielding or having some sort of grounding strap or having a parody, uh set up in your room or some kind of field a deflector going on, you are going to get hit full on. As a result, you know, you're going to feel the effect of, again, the releasing of the water molecule from the hydrogen and the oxygen. The hydrogen release will amplify that frequency targeting and you feel the pain. We are not dying. I keep telling you this. We are not dying. We were not meant to die. Our bodies have a seven-year recycling system. But what's going on is we are decaying. We are decaying while we are alive because of all the things we've been exposed to that I mentioned in the first half of the show. Some of the things I mentioned in the first half of the show. As a result, we are decaying. That de- that decaying is what is causing us to basically uh, expedite our termination. See, every seven years, everything's renewed: cells, brains, blood, organs, tissues, everything. So theoretically, we shouldn't die. Aging? We're not even aging. This is the other insane thing. They tell you to keep track of your birthday. Why? <laughs> we're not getting older we are decaying that's what's happening okay you're 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 they're expediting the basically the wear and tear on the body causing the decay to occur we're having issues with bacteria and fungi and yeast is because when you die these things become active we're having problems with parasites and worms because again when you die These things become active. It's a sign that when when we die, our bodies are going to now decompose. And this is how we decompose. So when we're looking at some of the things that we are being exposed to, that's again impacting the decay rate that we are decaying at. That's how you have to look. This is why I keep telling you all the time. Basically, we have to maintain our operating systems program. Genetic code, DNA, chromosome code, mitochondria, ATP production, enzyme manufacturing, antioxidant production. These are your code. Okay, The DNA also uh, impacts the, the immune system's response mechanism in order to protect the inside. If you put stuff on the inside of the body and your immune system has no effect on it, then it can thrive in you as an environmental uh, feeding ground, further causing you to decay. Because your body now will start to hyper-produce things in it that it would not normally do in order to, again, remove whatever is assaulting you on the inside. In this case, it's a synthetic biology that may have embedded itself using XNA, LNA, PNA, GNA, Different types of nucleic acids that the body would not recognize as a, a, um, an attacking uh, form, but would have allowed it to integrate with the body because these, these are the same nucleic acids that we have. XNA is a synthetic DNA or a synthetic RNA that can mirror our DNA, can look exactly like our DNA, can attach itself to our DNA without any immune response mechanism triggered as a result once it attaches itself to it to the dna it can now download whatever it has in it the perfect trojan horse this is why i emphasize very heavily what i say about certain things not to eat like all your grains without any exceptions all your cereals without any exceptions all your cereal uh, all your pastas all your rice without any exceptions All the pseudo grains like your quinoa, your oats and your barley, and your millets and your buckwheat, all need to be cut the hell loose. These are things that have all been altered on a genetic level, whether they've been edited or genetically modified or genetically changed. When you consume these things, they get inside the body, they attach themselves to your genetic code, and they start to shut things down. That's why I tell you, do not eat these things. The grasses and the leafy vegetables that are grown above the ground will be heavily saturated with the nanobiology that it would have embedded itself into the genetic code of the plant. When you consume the plant, it too will alter your DNA and genetic code and the DNA operations. So like I said, consider, think of yourself ha- having an internal operating system <coughs> that if I shut off a code, a stream of code inside the body, the body now will not function according to that code because that code is either no longer there or has been disengaged from the other part of the operating system. It's no different than your computer. And the same token, your operating system has code that can have new code inserted into it, altering the operation of the body overall. So you can either shut it down or add something to it. Either way, you are now turning it out. Tony, spelt and sourdough d- any better? No. If it has to do with bread, okay, any form, I don't care if it's coming from Italy. I don't care if it's coming from Egypt. I don't care if it's coming from Russia, Israel, Australia, New Zealand, the United Kingdom, South America, Central America. Leave it alone. You think for one minute, you think for one minute the Europeans are not getting the same thing? You think for one minute the middle people of the Middle East are not getting the same thing? The people from Africa, Australia, New Zealand, Asia, India, China, Japan, Korea, North and South, you not the Caribbean, Canada. You think for one minute they would not have invaded the world with this? Start thinking, if I am invading the planet I am going to take you out the easiest way possible. And what does everybody have to do in this planet? They have to eat, they have to breed, and they have to void. Where am I going to target you? In the food supply, in the air you're breathing, and in your functionality. So like I said, leave it alone, you know, leave it alone, You are, look up in the sky, just look up in the sky, <laughs> seriously, put two and two together, F- follow the dots, <laughs> follow the dots, if it's up there, it's coming down, where is it going, into the DNA? Why would I eat it? And the grains are the most heavily sprayed and contaminated food on the planet. When they take your grains, they put them in silos. What do they do in the silo? They're spraying nano silica on everything in the silo, whether it be lentils, peas, beans, grains, whatever. Tony, is almond flour and coconut flour okay? It's probably less toxic than the grain. Um, I mean I will eat almond flour over any other type uh, again anything hair heirloom where are you growing the heirloom okay now again this is why I say you guys don't think nobody's thinking you got a seed in your hand where are you gonna plant that seed that the air isn't going to hit it where a cross-contamination isn't going to get to it you're gonna put it in the greenhouse so you're gonna grow it there are you going to grow it in an aquaponic environment? Are you going to grow it in a hydroponic environment? Or are you going to plant it outside? The grains have been targeted. doesn't matter what it is. You know, Everybody on this planet eats some kind of bread. Everybody. Rice is the number one form of bread that people eat. Wheat and barley, oat, rye, sorghum are other forms. Then you got the pseudo grains like your millet and your spelt and your uh um what's the other one buckwheat uh there was another one from egypt i forget kamut these have all been hit all of it you know this is why when i I keep having to repeat myself on this but again none of you think i got great seed here it hasn't been touched where are you going to plant it you will plant it outside You know, if, if you're going to plant it outside and you can see lines in the sky, then what are you going to have? What are you going to have? You got to start thinking here. Don't be so linear. Don't be so narrow in your perspective. You know, this is what the hell food has done. They've got you to be targeting specific things and overlooking the, the other. In other words, I'm targeting a minutia. And I got a magnitude of other things around it that you're not looking at because this is how they've done it. Okay, I'll give you an example. We'll just go into the health food store for a minute. Okay, I'm going to the health food store and I'm buying a multiple vitamin. The multiple vitamins from A to Z is in there. Vitamin A, vitamin B1, B2, B3, B5, B6, B9, B12, choline, inositol, paba. You know, I got all these minerals in there. Okay, I, got, I got calcium and magnesium and then I've got copper and iron which are then neutralized by the, by the calcium that's in there and, then there and then I've got beside them, you know, uh, uh, iron chelate, copper chelate, which means it's been bound with some kind of protein which usually comes from soy. Then after I read all that stuff, so okay, I got a good vitamin here, it's from A to Z, everything's in there, everything I could possibly want is in there. Then you look at the other ingredients which nobody reads. Nobody looks at. Nobody pays attention to. Because they're too busy being mesmerized with the horse hockey on the other side. Oh, look what's all in there. Yeah, let's look what's all in there. Oh, you got aluminum lake, titanium dioxide, silicon dioxide, hypercross cost caramelose, uh, cellulose. You know, we got soy, AVP, H... See, again, you don't look. We got natural and artificial flavors, which are, again, aborted babies. We don't look at that part. And then what winds up happening, you take, you buy this expensive $45 or a, a powdered pile of rubbish, and you're spending $60, $80 for this powder, and it's got all this crap in it, and you're not getting hardly anything out of it because all these things are either neutralizing it or... These things that you're mixing with it will now allow this stuff to carry further into the cells, into the body, also altering your genetic code and your DNA. So, um, so when we're looking at some of the things that are going on today in regard to what we need to look at, how we need to observe, how we need to protect. This is why I'm telling you, you need to focus on what we're saying to you on this nano. There's nothing that we're not eating today that does not have it in it. Nothing. Everything has it to some extent. Some things more than others. Your vegetation and your grains and your rice will have it at the highest concentration. The animals saturated, the animals that can produce saturated fat will have it as well, but they can help minimize the exposure because the way their bodies will filter it out. The plants can't filter it out because it's embedded. If you're going to eat any kind of vegetation matter, it should be underground material. Root-based vegetables or tuber-based ve- vegetables are what you should be consuming or root-based. So when we're looking at what is going on, that is the nature how they are assaulting you. That is the nature of how they are taking you out. That is the nature of what they are doing in order to destroy your genetic code. And by getting you to thinking that you've got to eat your greens and your vegetables and all this other horse hockey, again, is not the way to go. Wow, we're already out of time. Holy smokes. So there you go. Like I said, the word "natural" and "artificial flavor," you look them up. You're going to find this is aborted baby protein material. So, and again, when you ask yourself this question, "What does an artificial flavor actually taste like?" I don't know what artificial flavor tastes like. I haven't a clue. So, like I said, start. Thinking. start rationing. start exercising those brain cells of yours you know it'd be to your benefit okay we also got the micro effect broadcasting network get us the network that's out there doing it doing it for you okay getting it out to you getting it to you give them your support any way you can help them any way you can keep them afloat you know them stroking down down that river so they can keep on putting it out there there's all kinds of places that i you know go to and and again go to me and help me out and i help them out um i'm trying to find now uh, where the heck i put it you got www.briansminds.com 396 or www.minds.com brian 396 uh you got Airmac on youtube you've got Smule love true you got geoengineering.com uh, you got myself at You're Also on the YouTube channel. By all means, check, check, uh, check out the YouTube channels that we've done. We did cut out, and cut out cut a new video. should be out sometime this week, hopefully, if all goes well. Uh, so, again, when it comes out, I'll let you guys know. But we did some more, more stuff. We did an upgrade on the bucket. And we also did a uh, new and improved uh, frequency distorter, if you will. Uh, again, to help everybody out. Keep everybody going. Keep everybody happy—not happy, but you know, keep everybody alive. Another day. Another gets through another day in paradise. As uh, Joe was saying earlier, we're welcome to Planet X. I, I call it Planet Bizarro because everything on the planet is bizarre. <laughs> anyway, check out the catalog link on augmentedforce.com. Also, check out the um, the sites as well. The links. Feel free to copy and feel free feel free to read. Read, read the nano information there. Go to www.minds.com. Look at forward slash Brian 396. Again, check out the information there as well. Get yourself educated and get yourself ready and, be, and prepared for the nano assault that's coming. It will come sooner or later. Get ready for it. Be prepared. Start doing as we suggested by, again, amplifying and strengthening the uh, or augmenting and strengthening the internals of your body. Your operating system needs to ma- be maintained. Mitochondria, your DNA, your genetic code, chromosome code, your enzyme production, your ATP production, all these things need to be maintained and sustained. Alrighty. righty. Um, and the time went by today. Holy jumping. I mean, it's amazing how fast it went. Um, well, it is a bizarre world. It really is. I mean, God said, let there be light, and this planet is going dark. You know, uh, we, we're, we're talking about how God gave us the capacity to be, uh, to be healthy and had everything on the planet to be healthy. Now, uh, the health has become illness. Illness has become the common theme. The, health, the, 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 all, the allopathic field cannot cure anything. They even said they can't do that back in 1970, 1980. All they can do is treat the disease. Treating the disease, the disease keeps the disease healthy, keeps the, the host sick, keeps the host compromised. Um, so again, this is the, again the play on words that the allopathic industry has done. This is why you shouldn't trust any doctors. Don't trust anybody in the medical field. It is lunacy today to do so. Go and see what they've got to say, but then take care of it yourself if you can. Because a lot of times you be, you got to wonder if the information they're giving you is even accurate. And how many times have so many of you been misdiagnosed with a health issue that you didn't really have, but you may have inadvertently brought one on because you went and did things you shouldn't have done. Because some lunatic doctor told you so. Always remember, this is all about controlling you all about keeping you suppressed and depressed all about keeping you in a state of compromise so you're always in a state of despondency and dependency that's what the medical field is all about they cannot survive without you being in the state of uh, dependency and despondency if you're in that state they win every time this is why I said you got to start thinking and get past the conventional matrix mindset You know. So again, pay attention to what is going on about you. Look around you. Look at the weather. How is the weather being affected in your area? Are you having days of cold nights and cold days and hot, extremely hot days and cold? And and is the weather changing drastically after a rain? Are we going from a real nice hot day to a real cold, frigid day where you're seeing the breath, your breath? coming on especially if you're in an area where at this time of the year you're in spring summer and you're seeing these weather phenomena going on wake up this is not normal this is not even remotely close to being the way things are supposed to be if there that's that terminology could ever really be used the way things are supposed to be. We really don't know what things are supposed to be because everything has been a lie from day one. Everything's been a, a, you know, a conception, perception, not the truth. So again, when we're looking at some of the things that we are dealing with today, you have to recognize that this is not life. This is entrapment. It's what it is. You're entrapped. You know, you have no real freedom. All you have are regulations that keep regulating you further and further into the entrapment. And when you start understanding that, that's when you will start shaking it loose. So, again, focus on your environment. Just a simple thing of looking at the weather. You know, seeing the anomalies going on. And I'm getting calls from all over the U.S. on this as well, in Canada. And we're seeing the differences of, of how our weather What the weather patterns used to be like. And the weather patterns are going on today. And they're still. Piping out global warming. I don't know about where they are. But where I'm at it's global chilling. It's getting colder. Not warmer. You know. Unless they put a solar heater up there. And hit us with high intensity radiation. Then the only time it gets hotter. Is because they're cooking us with microwaves. Another form of heat. that doesn't resemble the sun either. But it is hot. So again, these are things that you've got to stay, I mean, just open your eyes, look around you. Simple little things like that. Look up in the sky. Does that, is that sky really blue or is it grayish-white, powdery? Are you actually seeing the sun or are you seeing something that, that resembles a bright light emitting a radiation rather than sunlight? Sunlight leaves a soothing, warm feeling on the skin doesn't f- you don't feel any internalization of any excess heat microwave on the other hand is hot on the skin and you feel it on the inside burning that is microwave radiation and that's how you can tell the difference so when you're outside and you're looking out there or you're out about and you're feeling this internal heat oh then you know you got something different all right listen we'll see you thursday till then get together and think all right thanks for tuning in see ya